Shalom to all. Today's office Yumadaf Peiches. We are starting Peizayinomad Beis. Five lines up from the bottom, the eighth to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Le'ili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarbas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha. She should be a Melitzyesha for her family and all of Kla Yisrael. Now, we had just learned the memory from Rav. Then Ne'ila is another repetition of Shemayna Esrei that we say on Yom Kippur. And now we have another memory of Rav. Amar Rav, he says, Tefilas Ne'ila Paterza Shal Arvis. Ne'ila Paterz Mayrav, meaning you daven Ne'ila, you don't have to daven Mayrav Matzah Yom Kippur. And Rav Tameh, he's Lashitasai the Amar Tzlesa Yisrei. He says the Ne'ila is an extra Tefila, meaning it's another Shemayna Esrei. And the Kivin Tzolilei, once you daven Sulei Tzarech, you don't have to daven again Matzah Yom Kippur. Ask the Gemara, Mi Amar Rav, Hachi did Rav say that? Vamar Rav, he said, Halacha Kedivir Amar Tefilas Arvis Rishos. The Halacha is like the Manda Amar that Mayrav is just a Rishos. It's not obligatory. You do not have to daven Mayrav. So if you don't have to daven Mayrav, how can he say that if you daven Ne'ilah, so you're putter from davening Mayrav? That implies that you have to daven Mayrav. But Rav had said that you do not have to daven Mayrav. So the Gemara answer is no. Rav said that halacha, that if you daven Ne'ilah, you don't have to daven Mayrav. Matzayim Kippur, according to the Manda Amar, that Mayrav is a chayv, that it's obligatory, you must daven it. Therefore, if you daven Ne'ilah, you do not have to daven Mayrav. Mesir, we have a question on that. The Brisa tells us, or Yom Kippurim, the night of Yom Kippur, Mispal Sheva, a person davens Shemayna Esrei, seven brachos, umisvada, and he says vidui, shachros in the morning, Sheva, umisvada, he davens seven brachas, and he says vidui again, Mosav, Sheva, misvada, and Ben Ne'ilah, Mispal Sheva, misvada, by Ne'ilah again, he davens seven brachos, Shemayna Esrei, he says vidui, Arvis, Mayrav, Matayim Kippur, Mispal Sheva, Me'ain Shemayna Esrei, he davens seven brachas, but there may ain Shemayna Esrei, there may ain the eighteen brachas of Shemayna Esrei. Now there's a special tefillah for wayfarers and travelers called Havinenu, it's a shortened version of Shemayna Esrei. So Matayim Kippur, one davens seven brachas. The first and last three are the standard brachas, and the middle one is Havinenu, which includes a bit of the middle thirteen brachas of Shemayna Esrei. Now Rebchanin Ben Gamliel Mishum Avaysev he tells us Mispal Shemayna Esrei Shleimus a person has to daven all eighteen brachas Mayrav Matzim Kippur Peches Amad Alpha on the top Mipnei Shetzarchlem Havdala B'Chayin Adas that's just because he has to say Havdala in Chayin Adas he has to say Ato Chayin Antonu that's why he has to daven all eighteen brachas but we see from here that according to everyone you have to daven Mayrav Matzim Kippur even though you said Neila so the Gemara answers Tanaihi it's actually Machlekes Tanaim the time you have a brayso Kol Chayav Tefilas Tevlin Kedarkim Yom Kippurim anyone that needs to go to the mikvah they go to the mikvah like regular on the day of Yom Kippur now we know that there's an Isser of Rechitz on Yom Kippur you're not allowed to wash yourself however a person who's Tameh and they have to go to the mikvah and a fell out on Yom Kippur itself they're allowed to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur that's because the Chiv to go to the mikvah pushes away the Isser of Rechitz on Yom Kippur Nida Vyoledes Tevlis Kedarkim Belayel Yom Kippurim someone who's a Nida or a woman who had just given birth and they have to go to the mikvah so they go the night of Yom Kippur that's because these women go to the mikvah at night and not during the day and here's what's relevant for us Balkari Someone who's a Balkari, he had a seminal omission. He goes to the mikvah on Yom Kippur, but he could go only up until Mincha itself. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, Kulay, a person's allowed to go to mikvah the entire Yom Kippur. So where do we see the Machlekes Tanaim over here? So Ezra is Masakin that a Balkari is not allowed to learn or daven without immersing in a mikvah. So if someone became a Balkari on Yom Kippur, they're unable to daven. So the Tanakhama holds that a Balkari can only be tevil until Mincha. That's because if he sees Kari after Mincha, he can just wait till nightfall to be tevil. This Tanakhama holds that Ni'ila is said at night. So presumably, this is the opinion of Rav quoted the Ne'ilah Pater's Mayrev. Ne'ilah is at night, the same time as Mayrev, so if you daven Ne'ilah, there's no need to daven Mayrev. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi holds that if one became a Balkari after Mincha, he may be tivel right away so that he doesn't miss Ne'ilah. Rabbi Yaisi holds that Ne'ilah is recited during the day, and therefore it does not Pater Mayrev. Here we have our Machlekes Tanayim. Now the Gemara asks another question. For a minu, it seems to be that we have a stira from another Brisa. Hazava, Hazava, Mamatsarva, Mamatsaras, Boyola, Nidav, Tami Mez, all these people, Tavim, Kedarkim, Yom Kippurim, they could go to the Mikvah Anyam Kippur, Nidav, Yoledis, Tavlis, Kedarkim, Belayla, Yom Kippurim, Anida, and one who had just given birth, they go to the mikvah at nighttime of Yom Kippur, Balkari, the Tanakam over here is saying that a Balkari could go to the mikvah the entire day. That is not like the Tanakam of the previous Brisa. And Rabbi Yisrael, he tells us, from Mincha and onwards, he's not allowed to go to the mikvah. So it seems to be have a contradiction in Shittas Rabbi Yisrael also. The Gemara says, like, Hasha, there's no problem, there's no steer Rabbi Yisrael on himself. This Brisa that we just quoted is talking about where he already daven ila, so there's no reason to go 
the mikvah on Yom Kippur. Hadolait Sali, the previous brass was talking about where he didn't daven in Eila yet, therefore he needs to go to the mikvah in order to be able to daven in Eila on Yom Kippur itself. The Gemara asks Edith Sali, if you already daven in Eila, my time I What's the reason of the Rabbanon of this second brass that we just quoted? Why do they say he's allowed to go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur? He already daven in Eila. There's no reason to push away the Isra Vichitz on Yom Kippur if he doesn't need to daven anything. So the Gemara answers Kasavi Rabbanon, the Rabbanon of this brass, the Tanakam of the second brass that we quoted, they hold Tvila Bismana Mitzvah, going to the mikvah, the first available opportunity is a mitzvah, and therefore, even though he has no more tefillahs to daven on Yom Kippur, nonetheless, he should go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur because it's a mitzvah. As the Gemara Mechlad Rabbi Yesi Savar Lav Mitzvah, that implies that Rabbi Yesi holds that tefillah b'zman is not a mitzvah. But Tanya, but we have a brisa. Harish Hashem Kasval Basari. Let's say someone had Shem Hashem written on his flesh. He thought it was a joke. He took a pen. He wrote Yud Kevavke on his arm. It's not a joke. Harez Olyirchatz. He's not to take a shower. Vloyaso. He's not to anoint himself. Vloyam and Makamati Noifes. He's not to stand in a dirty place. This is because the Shem Hashem might get erased or to degradation to be in a dirty place with Shem Hashem exposed. Now he has a Tfilas Mitzvah. He has to go to the Mikvah. What should he do? He should wrap a reed like a piece of grass around it and then immerse himself and this is going to prevent the name from getting erased. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, He could go to the Mikvah regularly as long as he doesn't rub his skin. And we established it that they argue about whether or not Tfilas Mitzvah is a Mitzvah. And we see that Rabbi Yisrael holds Tfilas Mitzvah is not a Mitzvah. Why is that? Rabbi Yisrael tells us he does not need to have a reed. And that's because if we tell him he has to get himself a reed, he might be looking for one, and then he's going to delay the time that he needs to go to the mikvah. Rabbi Yesi holds tefillah b'zman a mitzvah. You got to go to the mikvah right away, even without this reed. So we see that Rabbi Yesi holds tefillah b'zman is a mitzvah. The Gemara answers no. Hahi, the brayse of Yom Kippur that Rabbi Yesi holds that tefillah b'zman is not a mitzvah. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda, he that's Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda. Tanya, we have a brayse. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda says dial tefillah shetei b'achrayna. It's sufficient if she immerses all the way at the end. Now this is regarding a complicated case of a woman that miscarried and she's also unsure of when it happened, if the baby was male or female, or also if she became a Zav at the same time. This and a few more factors lead to doubt of when she should go to the mikvah. Actually, over the course of 13 weeks, her potential chiyav for tevila can be one of 35 or even perhaps 95 times. Now, Beishami and Beishel both agree that she needs to immerse every single possibility because tevila is not a mitzvah, whereas Rabbi Yaisi, who in this case is Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda holds, she just goes all the way at the end. Tevila Bizmana is not a mitzvah. However, the Rabbi Yaisi of the brass that we quoted, tevila Bizmana is a mitzvah, the one about wrapping the gemi around his arm, that's Rabbi Yaisi ben Chalafta and not Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehuda. So there's two different Rabbi Yaisis over here. And we continue talking about Kari Anyam Kippur, Tanra Abanan, Harei Kari Yom Kippur, if a person sees Kari Anyam Kippur, Yard Vatayvul, he should go to the mikvah Ula Erev and in the evening, meaning Matyam Kippur, Yeshav Shef, he should rub his skin to get off any chatzitzas, anything that might have prevented the tefillah from being kosher. The Gemara asks Ula Erev, Maid Hava Hava, in the evening, Matyam Kippur, whatever happened, happened. He already went to the mikvah and if he had a chatzitza, he had a chatzitza. What's it going to help if he rubs the chatzitza off afterwards? The Gemara answers, what we should really say is from the evening he should already scrub himself, meaning Erev Yom Kippur, every single male should scrub his body, make sure he doesn't have any chatzitzas, because he might become a Balkari on Yom Kippur, and he wants to make sure he doesn't have any chatzitzas there. And we continue with Kari on Yom Kippur, Tani Tana Kamed Rab Nachman, Harai Kari Yom Kippur, if a person sees Kari on Yom Kippur, his sins are forgiven for him. Rashi quotes a Pasek of Yira Zera Yarech Yomim, if he sees seed, so he's going to have lengthy days, which means it's a blessing to see Kari on Yom Kippur. The Gemara asks Vatani, we have a Brisa that seems to say the opposite. Avinois of Sidurim, his sins are sorted out, they're arranged. Seemingly, he's going to be held accountable for his sins. The Gemara says, No, my Sidurim, what does it mean, Sidurim? Sidurim Limachel, they're sorted out, they're being arranged in order to be forgiven. And Tanadabe Rabbi Shmal, Abraisa from the base measure of Rabbi Shmal, Harai Karabiyam Kippurim, if a person sees Kari Anyam Kippur, Yidag Kal Hashanakula, he should be worried the entire year that he's going to die and his chuva wasn't accepted. Why is that? This is similar to a servant that brought his master water and the master throwing it back in his face. This 
shows that his fasting is unwanted, for he tried to abstain from the pleasure of marital relations, yet he became a Balkari against his will, a clear sign of displeasure from heaven. However, if him also Shana, if he lived out the year, then he's assured that he's a Ben Alamaba, it must be that he's a Tzadik and he has many Schosim. And Amar Nachman Yitzchak, Teda, you should know that a person that saw carry on Yom Kippur, but he lived out the year, the entire world was hungry and he was satisfied, which means the entire world abstained from Tashmish and he was satisfied through his carry. And this is really serious grounds for potential punishment. However, the fact that he lived through the year shows the opposite. He must be such a Tzadik that he's on a level that he doesn't even need a fast to afflict himself at all. And Kiyas Ravdimi, when he came from Ertisrael to Bavel, Amar, he said, a person that sees Karen Yom Kippur, he's going to have long years and he's going to increase and continue to increase, which means he's going to have many children and grandchildren. Rashi quotes the Pasuk of Yira Zara Yarech Yamim, and we translate that as Yira Zara, one that saw semen. So Yira Zara, he's going to see seed, meaning he's going to have a lot of progeny, a lot of offspring, and Yarech Yamim, he's going to have very long days. Just like we finished Mesechaz Yuma together, we should be Zechra finish all of Shas together. Everyone should have a wonderful day.